one your garden to grow what you've never done before. Gonna take us three years time. You want that garden to grow but you've never done before. Gonna take us three years time. Oh yeah. That's Charlie Marks, our guest this week on The Worst Little Podcast. live from the recent past in the beautiful Dogwater Studios, high above Reno, Sparks, Carson City, and beyond. It's the Worst Little Podcast, and I'm your host, Nick Ramirez, with my good friend Chewbacca, Ian, Dogwater Dick, Lee is here, and we've got the picking and grinning sounds of Charlie Marks. On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Here we are. Word. We made it another week. You yeah. know, when I first moved to this house, I never lived up on the hillside in Reno, mm-hmm. where the ground is just like barren dirt and rock and clay. Yeah. And it was horrific. And I had a house down in the valley where everything just grew great. And it did take me three years' time of like watering it and having things die and then come back to life and then die and come back to life before anything would fucking even start to grow. Oh man, it's so lush so, now. That's... Your song could have saved me a lot of heartache because I kept thinking I was doing something wrong. And no, then that's, that's just how it is sometimes. That's literally how that song got written. Dude! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 
I was as you were singing it, I'm like, you know, it did take three years before shit started. And then you just put stuff. You, I would put plants in the ground, and then you know, you buy them at the store, and you put them in the ground, and then they grow. And I would buy them at the store and put them in the ground, and they would just wither and die and never get any bigger. Yep, say like, that. Like, say the like, f word real like, loud. Yeah, this this year we realized that um the desert dirt just you you can't just put plants in it. It doesn't, yeah, that doesn't it's not, just magically work. I so. used to think it was just add water, instant jungle, and it's not like that at all. No, in the, it's like it the needs fer- like fertile land of sparks. It does work like that. <laughs> yes, no, down in the valley, it's like all the shit because I guess all the goodness runs downhill to where it yeah, is goodness, at the bottom. Yes, not yeah, the shit. Yeah, like not not you. shit. Yeah, exactly. That, by, I guess by goodness we do mean shit in this case because it's fertilizer. Shit would yeah. help. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure would actually be a good thing and so like having every every time the trees went down i'd rake them all together and let them get all moldy and terrible all winter and then i'd rake them up at the last minute and like hope that some goodness went down into that dirt i started taking the pumpkins that we would have at the big pumpkin carving party and just letting them rot in the backyard so (laughs) that they would add some like goodness to the soil Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well you pay it off because it looks awesome out there right now yeah Yeah. and now you put stuff out there and it fucking grows and but it did take years of doing that yeah. Hey, I saw this crazy show on on YouTube or something or Vice or something, but it was like where this orange company in the in the Amazon rainforest um, made a deal where they get to dump their orange peels, or they're like a juice company and they didn't know what to do with their peels, so they got to dump their peels at this one lot where there's you know this land, and they made a deal with these people, the scientists, and they're like, sure. Yes, we want you to do this. Go ahead and do it. And so they made a deal with them. And then the arrival orange company got pissed off that they were they were escaping all this um, regulation re- refuse yeah. costs that compared to their rival company. So they like, sued them, made them stop doing that, and whatever. But the fucking ground, like like a year year few years later, people went back to go see what happened with all that, and the fucking like rainforest grew there. Like it, like sustained all kinds of life. The vitamin C. It was just like, and it it is. They're saying like it wouldn't. That effect wouldn't really work in all spots, but in this one spot, it was exactly perfect. What it needed in it, it, like. Everyone's gonna have a green thumb by the end of this episode. Yeah, apparently we're turning into a gardening podcast now. I, I'm gone for a couple weeks, and this is what happens, huh? Yeah. Welcome to the new show again. To lot of we ran out of music in Reno and had to um, not only go to Susan switch to horticulture, but okay. switch to horticulture. Exactly. So. You, used to, you know, used to just be like a whore show. Now it's a horticulture. <laughs> <laughs> just Google Reno whores. Reno horticulturalists. <laughs> Rad. Well. Yep. Anything happen on the weekend? We know we got Ian back from a big vacation. Yeah, it was a vacation work thing. Uh, yeah, I went down to Vegas for like this big woodworking conference called AWFS, and it's like a na- they, national convention of woodworking. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, like the American Woodworkers and Furnitures, like something or other. Dude, um, dude, I just just for a second, that's like a lot of hot dudes, right? A lot of old dudes, because oh, uh, like man. this is primarily like the owners and stuff go to this mm-hmm. like conference. But our bosses were rad enough to rent this giant ass house that was like a fucking party house in oh. Vegas. Cause you could fit like twenty people in beds in this house um, with a pool with like a fucking arch and a waterfall and a water slide, all, all kinds of crazy shit. They brought all of us down. They brought everyone who had families down too. Uh, they paid for the whole week for us, like like paid us to be there the whole week. Um, and we went to this conference, learned a whole bunch of new stuff. We bought some new tools. Probably met some other 
cool people. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. made some marketing connections. And it's it's just a really really rad week, and I'm like super grateful for my bosses for that. So yeah. wow, that well, sounds awesome. Yeah. What was going on in that photograph where you have all them uh, disco balls around? <laughs> yeah, that was the first night we were there, and our, my bosses made up a whole bunch of jambalaya, and we had like a Mardi Gras night because uh, a lot of my one of my bosses' family lives down in New Orleans, so that we did it all up, and we had this like the living room there had like these crazy like you know lasers and lights and shit so we had music playing and i was just walking through that room and was like oh shit the podcast sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah it was like every night we went back and we partied and you know got decently drunk but not drunk enough that we couldn't get up for the conference the next day and then that's what conferences are for exactly you get just drunk enough and then the last night we got decently hammered and then i woke up and had to drive back to reno oh, so God. that sucked but <laughs> <laughs> and how is the drive from vegas to here uh, same boring. as i remember it yeah the my google maps had me take like was it you U.S. 95 yeah. alternative instead, so you go oh, through Oh, is that like the to? Gab's did cut you, off? Did you come up through USA Parkway? Because that's the yeah. way they're always guiding me now. It like, really does cut like 45 minutes off the ride. Yeah, it's really not bad, especially that's... if you don't drive the speed limit on USA Parkway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, like 45 they're miles an hour. I'm like, At nah. night, you might hit a wild horse, though. Yeah. That's yeah, why so it's so low. That, that's fair. Yeah. But like I was, I was like at the very end of the trip. I'm like, no, you're not. I am not driving 45 yeah, miles on this an beautiful, hour. brand new, wide open piece of road. Yeah, they want you to drive 45. And it, like mm. I was, I was there before rush hour, so there was like no one on it. I'm like, no, dude. I'm. How close is the nearest like police station? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking they're out there going, we need money somehow. Yeah, no right. buses, no, I don't know even what county that's in. I think yeah, it's maybe I, I Story it's, County yeah, or it might be story. like edging in Lyon County, but it's like kind of in between. Yeah, it's it's in this weird like no man's land. So I wouldn't even be surprised if there's like no real law enforcement out there besides like to check on the warehouses yeah. and shit. There's not like anybody lives out there. It's just all jobs. Yeah. And but, huge warehouses. But yeah, you know, it's. Like the and the, all the last couple months leading up to that have been pretty crazy. So I've been on sporadically, but hopefully moving forward and for the rest of the year, I'll be back on regularly. Oh, sweet. Oh, cool. Yeah, it seems like my life's finally calming down after like months and months of chaos. So awesome. welcome back. Well, it'll be Thank good you. to see you around again. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. So, but enough about me and my shit. Anybody else get up to anything this weekend? I had the most amazing restful weekend. Oh, I, took, nice. I took a two hour nap both days. Wow. That's, that's also oh. good for the soul. Yeah. Oh my God. I needed it so bad. And I did get some work done on uh, the upcoming Trifling Bitches release that's nice. coming out. And, uh, but I didn't, uh, I didn't do too much. And I met up with some old friends, got coffee and food. Oh, and I saw the Arcade Daddies do their CD release show at um, the place that used to be 1099. Uh, oh, the chapel. The chapel. Yeah. Yes. And so that was that was amazing, and I love arcade daddies are so fucking rad. But I never get to see them play because they're always in different rooms recording over here. And so, <laughs> so like uh, watching, I've never I've I've recorded Adrian in a bunch of different bands, and watching him drum was just like, oh wow, I don't know if I ever I've barely ever seen this. <laughs> and he, I don't know. Sometimes I think he, he drums like he's not aware that his arms are connected to his face. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know some drummers like have like a like a weird drummer face, mm-hmm. but he had like a totally calm. Like I'm just you know just watching chilling. TV or something. Yeah, yeah. like, like <laughs> looking at his watch and drumming, <laughs> right? Yawning, so, just hell of, and they're so they're so awesome. And the crowd was just loved it, and they and, and I bet. Uh, yeah had a good time. What and kind of music that. is that? 
It's they they call it fusion. It's like weird jazz nerd music. Mm. So they have like like weird like stuff, but it's really like it's really uh, magical. It's also kind of like it's great stuff to like sit back and just like I mean, if I still smoked weed, I would just yeah trip out in a to nice there. little dark bar like that. I mean, that's oh. a that's a cool place too. Like it's real cozy. Uh, what night was that? That was Saturday night, and okay. and Adrian's was... like a real technical kind of drummer. But like he's like he does a lot of little things that are that are like weird timings and shit in the middle of his regular stuff, but it still grooves really well. It's not like so thought out and fancy that it ruins it. It's still like amazing. And then, uh, and Iris's uh, keyboard action is amazing. And Stevie on the fucking guitar, just doing like li- little things and weird effects. And sometimes she hits a switch on the foot on a foot pedal. Oh, and Stevie Cooper. She's like, yes. Oh, rad. Yeah. And of course, John Frederick was there selling merch for them. And, yeah, it was I, a great time. I was there yeah. during their sound check, and then uh, dude, I just missed you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was on a date, and then like we didn't realize there was music, so then it was like, ah, let's go somewhere where it's not going to be as oh, loud. You could have sat out on the patio. It was. I was. Uh, yeah, I was out front, and then it was still. Oh real, it was god. still. I'm. I'm half deaf, Rick. When there's music playing, I can't hear what somebody's saying to me. Well, I understand that, and especially their music. I can't yeah. have a conversation with somebody when something that rad is going on <laughs> either. So I get it. Yeah, I never felt like live music bars were good for dates. No, I, no. I just didn't realize there was live music there tonight. There's yeah. <laughs> not most Saturdays. No, I really want to ignore all of my friends when the music's playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, but that but that's available on um, SoundCloud. Nice. Arcade and Arcade Daddies is spelled letter R C A D E Daddies. Okay. So God nice. bless. And it's, 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 I'm really fucking proud of it. It sounds amazing, and it's not because of me. It's because they're really good. Fuck okay. Ooh. Maybe we get him on the show. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. They're they're fucking really cool, yeah, and fun people, and funny. So right on. That sounds like our style. Fuck yeah. Well, Rory booked Charlie here back in March. Yeah. So so we've been waiting this. We've been long. waiting for a while to see you, Charlie. Yeah. Well, why don't uh, Why don't we hear music? Then we'll get into your like uh, history, of musical styles, and shit. Sure. Would you guys like another banjo one? Or yeah. Like yeah. A, um. Let me think. Uh, no. Uh, I've I never played. I'm gonna do one I never played before. Um, this wow. one's also gonna be kind of old timey. I write my own stuff. Well, I wrote this one, but but um, uh, old time kind of is a just a it's kind of pre bluegrass style, I guess. Um, and it's just about the most fun. I've been trying to. I, I play a lot of sad introspective folk tunes, mm-hmm. um, which I, I'm sure I'll, I'll do one or two for you guys today. <laughs> cool. Um, but so I've been kind of working on just stepping into banjo is always pretty joyful. I think that first song I played shows that off. But uh, I'm gonna do another pretty joyful one, and uh, I've honestly just been fucking around with this one all week, and. Uh, um, it's got some floating verses that just come from a bunch of the old time tradition. So uh, I think it's called Little Peter Mayfield, and he just likes to drink too much, and we all got a little Peter in us. So uh, <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> all right, how's it go?
Right. Nice. Love that. I got a friend who has a friend that when they used to drink together, always lost the same shoe. <laughs> like, and when you said that first line, I was like, oh my God. I've actually just been following you around writing songs about you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you and the people you know. Yeah. Yep. So I, I realized I also I put out two albums this year, and I was like, I left home, and Jenna, my fiance, was like, um, you're going to promote those, right? And I was like, I'm going to play a song I wrote three days ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how long have you been playing guitar and banjo? Um, I got a guitar when I was in like middle school and I was always trying to figure it out. And, mm -hmm. uh, in the end for most of that time, I just figured out the pentatonic scale and was just really bad at soloing over things and never actually learned any songs. <laughs> and, um, when I was in college, like near the end, I was pretty depressed and I saw that, uh, Coen brothers movie inside Lewin Davis Oh, yeah. um, and uh, it's probably not like a good thing if you connect deeply with the main character of that movie, but I always wanted to be a singer and seeing this depressed folk singer uh, being rejected constantly, uh, I was like, I could do that. I could, <laughs> <laughs> I could live that life. I could, exactly. And uh, uh, so I, I started kind of playing the guitar and picking it and I learned a couple of these kind of folky, folk revival, finger picking tunes and uh, I started over the next couple of years doing open mics and I was really drawn to singing and guitar never, I, I liked playing cause I liked to sing, but I never, it never clicked. Mm. Um, and one of the guys I would play with played the banjo as when I lived down in like Bishop, California. Mm -hmm. And, um, I went to grad school down in San Diego and, uh, kind of missed the sound of it. And maybe in a episode of mania, uh, bought a banjo from a pawn shop, uh, to, Jenna and my roommate's uh, chagrin. <laughs> and uh, Was it like rent, rent time or something? I don't know. I just uh, – I just this, – this banjo in this four-bedroom apartment that was – Oh, right. I got you. Yeah. That's Imagine that living so, – And somebody and learning, learning how to play banjo. banjo. Like, not, not like already proficient right. at banjo. But like right. I'm going to figure this out better around than, you. Better than trombone. That's a, that's a good point. I suppose so. But I uh, – um, uh, my buddy who played banjo uh, told me to try old time style claw hammer instead of like bluegrass and I never was really into bluegrass or anything so that didn't take too much convincing but it turned out that this weird strumming pattern I taught myself on guitar was almost claw hammer which is what I was just well most of what I was just doing just now and so it kind of clicked and all these old blues songs I wanted to learn on guitar I just played them on banjo instead. And then uh, maybe after a couple years and I, I, I kind of got proficient at it, I, I recorded my first album on banjo more so I had something to send to venues so I could start gigging. Right, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I got sick of playing banjo because I spent like three years just only playing banjo because I was self-sabotaging my like school and work stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, um and I ended up uh, picking up the guitar and I was like, maybe I could learn some of these old finger picking tunes now. And then I kind of got obsessed with that. And um, so the last five or six years, I've kind of just been it, it's something clicked in my brain and all of a sudden I was a musician. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fucking great, man. Like, yeah, it's a cool journey. What other instruments can you play? I mean, uh, any uh, other like I'm I'm getting all right at, at fiddle. Um so you got a harmonica today? Oh yeah, yeah. When I play guitar, uh, the harmonica is nice. People tend to, people tend to like the harmonica. Uh, just for whatever, I like the harmonica. But I've noticed I'll play a gig and uh, 
you could be in a room and no one's quite paying attention. You start playing the harmonica and all of a sudden everyone's like, uh, that's true. I'm doing yeah. a head movement like, whoa, like a dog seeing a squirrel <laughs> um, for everyone at home. I could verify. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think it's it's more like, like it's rare to hear somebody who's good at harmonica and not just fucking around on one. So I think when it's played well, it's like, holy shit, wait a minute. Like somebody took that child's toy and is making it sound amazing. Did like, you listen to me play before uh, <laughs> bringing that here? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, I think I'm all right. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I didn't know years ago that harmonicas are in different keys. So oh, you yeah, kind of yeah. just can't fuck up if you just like if you just like plugged a vacuum cleaner into the front of it, it would sound so okay. <laughs> it would. If you have the right key. So can I need to do that Ian, after the show, can we do that? Plug a vacuum cleaner <laughs> up to the back of a harmonica and see what the noise it makes. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I want to do that. We've, Ooh, done, or, we've done weirder or, shit or, after the show, or, so fine. <laughs> So true. <laughs> or or um, 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 canned air. Let's do some, some canned air into the harmonica and see what it does. I want to do that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just making notes for later. <laughs> Always brainstorming. That's right. This is a creative zone. So uh, how long have you been in the Reno area, like in playing shows and stuff? Um, basically, uh, I moved here during the pandemic. So once the pandemic or the like – the restrictions got yeah, lifted. So yeah, so I'd say about two years ago, I probably played my first gig at a 10 tour. Oh, nice. Um, oh, right on. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I played my first non, like, I played a couple gigs throughout the last decade where I, like, you know, I'd get up and play some cover tunes or mm-hmm. um, play at open mics and stuff. But right the week before the pandemic, I played my first, like, full paid gig. And <laughs> oh, then of the pandemic right happened. The pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and Is that the universe telling you to stay home and practice? <laughs> I was. I couldn't play guitar before the pandemic. Very Or not. I mean, oh. I could. I could. But not in not. a way that I, I can now. So I think Rad. it – it was a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I was a little bit of a yeller, too. I still holler when I sing sometimes, but um, but uh, basically, like, uh, two years ago, I started gigging around town, started playing a lot of gigs, and I, I was working at UNR at the time, and there just kind of came a point um, a little over maybe a year and a half ago where, like, it was clear that I was going to self-sabotage my job in order to pursue music. <laughs> and I uh, I stopped. I, I kind of gave a three-month notice um, uh, to be – because uh, I was working at the university and there were projects and stuff that I wanted to make sure got done. But then the last year I've uh, been touring as much as I can. I've done two, like, national tours and a bunch of regional ones around the northwest and the – uh, Southwest, and uh, I got another national tour in October, and a couple regional ones in the West uh, as well. So I'm just trying to play as many shows as I can right now. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're glad you hit you hit the uh, Dogwater Studios. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. I was really glad that Rory texted me this morning because it's uh, not that I. It's not that I. Um, I I may have started a new calendar system uh, and. Uh, didn't remember. Yeah, things um, that are like oh, four months out. Dude, four <laughs> months. And you think about that. We're ten, we deal with nothing but musicians. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and artists. How, how, musicians and artists. And how you often do they not come? None of them can focus on anything. That's why they're musicians well, and artists. Well, that's why we, 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 we try to reach out. Yeah, we, sure. we usually call at least a day of. 
Cool. <laughs> I <laughs> at least, yeah. can confirm that's a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it was like two weeks in a row where it just happened to work out, even though we hadn't been in communication with the artist for a while. Yeah, they just showed up. It was fun. Yeah, yeah I, can, I, can, I think the last cancellation was probably last season. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Doing good. Doing good, Reno. Besides uh, somebody who got sick here, you know, the last band yeah. to cancel. Yeah. 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 Right. Monday mornings, me and Jenna do a planning meeting for a week because we work for ourselves and mm. we've discovered that we have to be slightly organized about that. That's a great yeah, idea. That's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, we, we do the same thing at my work. So, yeah. yeah we're, and uh, we were planning out our day and I got the text from Rory and I was like, so. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot right. about this thing. <laughs> so, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's hear some more music. Yeah. Are you so going to switch the guitar yet? Yeah, yeah, let me let me switch. Check that out. The Glitter Bats played this weekend. Oh nice. Yeah, we did a show with Eddie in the subtitles. Uh unfortunately Pussy Velour got the COVID, so ah. they did not come. But the turnout was still good. We were like we thought, you know. Yeah, with them dropping off they yeah, drop them, off a cliff. All but. the young cli- <laughs> all the young kids are gonna be like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. But it it was a great show, like Tons of people. Is that out of tourists or? Yeah, another Alturas show. Nice. I love how many shows they're putting on now. Like, oh yeah. There's always if you want live music, there's always live music there. Yeah. Almost seven days a week, I think. Yeah, because I know they do like, you know, reoccurring things, and Mm. then they do like shows on the weekends and comedy. Yeah. There's always something going on with (laughs) Alturas, even if it's not a music night. Even if it's not a show night, like there's something happening there. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, and in all over Reno now, which is great that we're back in business. Yeah, uh, it was so depressing right. for so long to like look at the like how what shows are coming up, and I'm like, you know, maybe in a year something will happen. Uh. <laughs> well, there's stuff on YouTube we can watch. Yeah, like, yeah, that's <laughs> not what I'm talking about. We can watch the same live concert video I've watched five times already. <laughs> All right, we are all set up. And uh, uh, this spring, I put out an album called Three Years Time, the one I played at the top. And the whole album's just kind of about how, uh, well, uh, a lot of the themes in the album are just about how if you want to make something happen, you kind of got to stick to a vision for it and being all aspirational and whatnot in there. And uh, I wrote this song. Uh, this song was kind of about uh, how... Uh, I don't know if you if you want to make I feel like a lot of my life was spent trying to live up to some kind of expectation of what it meant to be good in some way. Like I was always trying to figure out some path that made sense that other people would be proud of me or uh, I think a lot of us have been in that those those spots. And um, uh, I kind of wrote this song because at some point I just hit a point where it was like I just got to make my own vision for what I want to do if I want to be. happy i suppose and proud of myself and uh there's kind of that moment where it's like it feels real good when you step into your own path but also it's a lot more lonely and so it's nice to find other people to do it with or another person to do it with so i kind of wrote this song just about that dilemma you might find yourself in and uh this song is called our tomorrow here we go this song's called our tomorrow i remembered how to play it now
tonight if you ain't gonna tomorrow don't hold up my dreams less you're gonna follow yours too less you're gonna follow yours too Carrying the world on your shoulders But I'll do it if I have to To be easier together, Lord, me and you But you've got to want to do it too So don't you stay tonight If you ain't dreaming But our tomorrow been laid astray I am learning to hold my head high each and every day took me 30 years just to learn my own name so forgive me for not wanting to give it away Yeah, and you created harmonica. Don't talk yourself down on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Either yeah. you're good at harmonica or it's easier than it looks. <laughs> it's it's Gee, Rick, You know, it's man, both. like you don't have to say the quiet thing out loud all the time. Because <laughs> it sounded great. It sounded great. <laughs> it did. I loved it. I feel like I've been trying to play the harmonica in one way or another since I was about six months old. And I still haven't picked it up, so I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's I, not easy. I would just... Take it with me because I drive to UNR from my like it was forty five minutes an hour, uh-huh. and you just take the harmonica and yeah. play it while you drive. That's a good idea. It's yeah. it's it works. So I spent I really honestly spend like twelve hours a day driving in the car too. Yeah, you could be learning the harmonica yeah. and the cello. You can't play cello. No, drive. not really while driving. You, you no. might discover if you play the harmonica in your car for like two hours, the first day you 
do that, your whole yeah. like diaphragm. I feel like hurts. my tips tips would go down. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, your your driver. Yeah. Oh so, right. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, yeah. I just do it between passengers. Yeah. Other people yeah. in the car. Yeah. I was gonna go with you, but I'm gonna call another car because you're harmonica player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I did something similar when I uh, was taking vocal techniques uh, and learning how to sing properly, and I would just like I had a long commute, so I would just practice all of that in the car to whatever weird shit that the professor gave us to sing i would just like practice over and over again because i had like an hour to drive mm-hmm. so like it worked out yeah it's a good time to do that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah although now it's hard for me to stay sing standing up because i got so used to singing sitting down so i have to relearn with those muscles but you know it is what it is yeah. very cool Got a bunch of talented people in this podcast. <laughs> On occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Is it about that time, Nick? It's that time, Rick. Can you give me that music, please? As you wish, Uncle Nick. All right, here we go. It's time for the worst little quiz. And uh, this week we got Charlie Marks. All right. Uh, first timer on the show. And so in the tradition of the worst little podcast, we will ask you some questions and um, the computer will score you on your answers. And we have a long form round and a lightning round. Okay. Are you ready to play? Yes, I think so. Lightning, I'm, I'm, I'm not lightning, but yeah. <laughs> It'll be easy. It. It'll be easy. All right. All right, here we go. Um, my question, it's a, the celebrity road trip question. Okay. If you're going across country from uh, the coast of California to fucking New York coast or something, or all the way up to Maine or something, but um, any car, it, <laughs> I'm asking this question terrible soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's a celebrity you go across the country with and what car are you guys driving? Okay, so for context, I I live like in the sticks, and uh, I think uh, I think I would want to go with. Uh, do you guys ever watch Letter Kenny? Is he a celebrity? Oh, yeah. Is this kind yeah. of celebrity? Yeah, it counts. But it Jared counts. Kiso, yeah, the the dude, the the main guy in Letter yeah. Kenny, uh, that show just. I, oh, it's side splitting. Yeah, side splitting. I just and living out like in the sticks, it's like I love it. So, <laughs> what kind of vehicle would you have? For that road trip, mm-hmm. uh, I'd want like a, I'd want a some kind of like seventies or eighties pickup truck with the flat, just the the the, the flat grill, and mm. I don't, I don't know, some some kind of dusty color, some nice dusty color, like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like cool. it barely runs, but it runs real strong. I mean, yeah. I assume I have like a good budget for this. Trip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. car was is built for a trip that. It'll that make length. it. Yes. Cool, cool, great. Unless you want the car to break down, and then it'll break down. But <laughs> <laughs> Batmobile as it is today. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, let me see. I have one more new question, and then I'll pass it Ooh. to the next oh. person. Okay, uh, you get you get to wear one band T-shirt for the rest of your life. You can only choose one band. Uh, what band is that? One band T-shirt the rest of my life. Yeah, and you can have multiple T-shirts from that band, but you can only have one band on your sh- on your shirt. Um, is it guaranteed that it's like a cool shirt? Because I've you know like sometimes the band you like you go. To They're the show. not very good at graphics. Yeah. Um, I mean that maybe factor that into the band that you choose. You know, yeah. like. All right. <laughs> Means different things to different peoples. All right. Right now, I'm like circling around, like, because, you know, I play old time. It's not really mm. even a band, uh, but I don't want to go. Like, right now, I'm I'm circling around, like, maybe like 
Sturgill Simpson or mm. Doctor Dog. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I, uh, uh, yeah, or if I had to do an old time person, I'd wear a. He did not have T-shirts, but I would wear a Roscoe Holcomb T-shirt the rest of my life. He's an old Kentucky coal miner, but uh, Sturgill probably has a T-shirt that I could go buy. So oh, right on. Yeah. So, yeah, I just listened Sturgill to him. Simpson. I just Sturgill listened Simpson's to him this morning. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's cool, man. I'm not big into like country artists, but I like that Sturgill Simpson. Dude, dude. you should, yeah, you cool. gotta listen to the whole thing because it's, it's not there. even all country. Right. It's all oh, yeah. there's Sound and Fury's like a techno rock album. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, I like that. That was cool. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's my answer. I'm trying to think. I've been oh, that's li- a great answer. Yeah. Yeah, all just right. go with it. Move on. All right. You got points. All right. Um if you could bring back any Reno business or bar that, that's not around anymore, what what would you choose? Who would you want to revive? Now, I feel like I, I might be a, it might not be the best person to ask just because I came here yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. A lot of businesses died since then, but you didn't know what they were like beforehand. Right, exactly. I I know that like a lot of places, like the place that used to be Cypress, but Cypress is there now, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, from the attitude that everyone gave, uh, that place seemed like it was cool. Um, Oh, thank you. I did have a panic. We did have a panic moment when we drove down uh, Virginia and saw that Recycled Records wasn't there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, just moved. They moved. So, just moved to like their fifth location that I think I've been right. to. Yeah. So I admit that I can't actually think of a business. Like I also live out on the sticks, so I I only come into town like once a week. Mm. Um, but I will say that my heart sank when I thought that they had closed. <laughs> um, they have a great folk record section, and I appreciate that deeply because not every record store has that. Yeah. And that is why I walk into a record store. Um their new store is smaller. I don't know where they keep all the rest of their stuff, but I know it's not. They probably uh, no, still it's have a bigger. Good it seems like it's bigger to me. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say it's kind of hard to be smaller than that. Mid-time yeah, location. It seems yeah. like it's bigger because you can you go in and then you can go around the back and then it like hmm. connects. To Maybe another I, room. I was only in it for a minute. I was just like had a second to kill, so I went in there to look. Yeah, yeah. There's more on the other side of the register. Oh, okay. Like another room with DVDs and all that. Cool. That's good to know. I saw an ad on Facebook that said that the space, there wasn't like, they didn't say like this was, it was obviously that their old space and it was uh, 7,200 a month for yeah. uh They're going to feel, oh, Midtown, gonna yeah. feel so regretful when they realize nobody else is going to rent that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I don't even like they know. They had a totally functional old school Reno business in that spot, but they got greedy. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe need... they can sell it to that Jay guy. He buys everything. Yeah. yeah he doesn't don't come fucking... across that side of Virginia, though. Don't fucking talk to me about that. That's fucking abominations right across the street from my apartment. <laughs> the weird thing, I'm from Cleveland. You're talking about the the new casino? Yeah, Jay's yeah. Entertainment. Well, they, they're they're, they're, they're buying the up sands. all the land. They bought up everything in that area so yeah. they could turn it into one big like thing, well, which might be really great. Neon Light District, but, um, but it's neon lights everywhere. Right? And I got to admit, some of the things they tore down perhaps needed to be torn down. Yeah, and yeah. I'm hopeful that it'll be cool. And Me I'm, too. I'm, I'm happy with what has happened so far, I'm but just, they have a long ways to go. I'm just saying, as somebody who lives across the street from the one functional part of the Neon Light District, they must have some kind of exception to the fucking noise ordinance because oh. on weekends they're doing shit until like 10 30 11. oh my and god it's annoying as That's, fuck well i live so by, the eddie's <laughs> behind my house bro so yeah <laughs> you get it <laughs> shit until one in the morning i live in a college neighborhood and it's kind of they party till pretty late too 
Yeah. But it's also the neon lights. Like, I'm glad yeah. I'm on the north-facing side and not the south-facing, because those lights are on all night, every night. Oh, right? yeah, that would annoy the fuck wow. out of me. Yeah. The the weird part was when I saw that J on a billboard for the Oops. first time, I knew the J. I'm from Cleveland, and the Jacobs family, they, like, own the baseball stadium. Oh, and Jacobs they, Field, they, yeah. yeah. That, that, that logo even looks kind of like the Cleveland Indians' eye. Yes, it is. It, it, that's why I saw it, and I was because that's the J that was on the stadium, hmm. and I was like, I'm from Cleveland, and then seeing that J, and I like was like, that's yeah. the same. I know it's the same people. So it's really weird how like <laughs> how there's like a bunch of these rich families, and they're yeah. like, we're gonna buy like four mid-sized cities across America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we need to get back to the quiz? Yes. Oh, quiz, of course. So, um, what is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted? The dumbest thing that I ever shoplifted. Um, you know, I, I've been overall a pretty up, upstanding citizen throughout my life. Um, in part because uh, when I was a kid, I stole a deck of cards and <laughs> on accident. And I had such an anxiety attack that I made my mom take me back to the store. Uh, and uh, so I'm... Wait, was your mom in favor of just not going back to the store? You know, I was like seven, so I'm going to have to go check in with her on that one. <laughs> but uh, for, for, whatever, for whatever reason, um, I'm trying to think. I just. You were just adamant about getting it back. Yeah. And like that, I feel like that was one of those like moments where like my family was like, we probably don't have to worry about him stealing things. <laughs> yeah. This uh, one's probably okay. To uh, be honest, that's yeah. good. You still get points for that. Wait, and that yeah. was, and that, so that's it then? Yeah. That's the dumbest thing you ever the dumbest thing? I mean, is it the only Especially thing? Especially you did it when you did it on accident. Well, yeah. I'm I I, I really would tell you guys. Uh Yeah, I, I mean, if I you accidentally think, stole cards, that's pretty dumb, right? Cuz I yeah. I cheated in school. We talked about that yeah. off the air. Oh yeah, if you if you subscribe to the Patreon, you would know about that. Yeah. So patreon.com uh, slash worst little podcast. Yeah. Five bucks a month. I'm sure the people in charge of that school don't listen to the Patreon. My podcast. eighth grade math teacher is not. And I think on you, there. You've, 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 you've already graduated college. It's too late for them to take it back now. I always mm-hmm. wonder about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, oh but uh, yeah. Okay. Sweet. I was gonna say I got caught stealing when I was when I was like 12, and that's what made me never steal again because that was awful. What'd you steal? It was a pack of candles, like emergency candles, and I think like uh, like Skittles. Hmm. Wow! So we were going to go to the uh, abandoned. Goth of you, Rick. There, well, there was an there was like <laughs> yeah. a, well, no, it's very it's very Nevada. There was like an abandoned like mine shaft thing that we played in as kids, which you're not supposed to do, but it was it was fairly safe. Need and some um, candles. And we we took the candles back there because we we didn't. Like have a flashlight, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. If it was like, really that dangerous, candles. would they leave it open like that? Right, right. Like, come on, gas and, starts uh, leaking from. I think the they mind. just tell you don't do it because they, they know that's where all the cool shit is. Yeah, they know it's going to be a good time. <laughs> and it wasn't like it's crumbly and like wooden. It was like just solid rock, so yeah. like it really wasn't going to cave in on you. I think. Yeah. But and it didn't and it just went back like fifty feet and stopped, so it's not a big deal. Right. All right. So uh, back to the quiz. Uh, what is the first album you bought with your own money? Ooh. With my own money. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either, uh, was it The Young and the, Re- the Good Charlotte? What's that album? The Young oh, and the Restless? The Young yeah. and the... Mm-hmm. Rich uh, Lifestyles of the... Well, I think it, That's I, on there. Yeah. yeah. I know what album you're talking about, though. God, we suck. Dude, that album... Do we? That album's... 
it, it's still every once in a while I put it on. Like it's probably been a couple years now, but that album still holds up. Oh, it holds up. It's uh, probably a uh, yeah. Maybe the young and the hopeless. Of its time. The young and the hopeless. There we go. Um, yeah, if you put it on, I'd, I'd sing along probably yeah. at least a little bit. And uh, either that, I know my first CD. It's probably why I'm on the right path. Is uh, my parents got me uh, the band Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. and uh, that sent me down the right road. Mm-hmm. But good, good Charlotte took that's me rad. down a different one for a little but bit. But good Charlotte's the one you bought with your own money. Yes. so that's the answer. And okay. then uh, follow up to that, what's the first like big concert you saw? Not like a like a house show or a bar or anything, but like big production concert. Um, I saw Aaron Carter. <laughs> oh wow, oh, man. He just maxed out on yeah. points, ding, dude. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's a first time answer. Yeah. How, old, how old were you? Uh, 11, 10, I don't know. A kid. Uh, young, I was yeah. young. Where was that one at? It was at the Blossom Theater in uh, a little south of Cleveland, Ohio. It's like a, it's an outdoor amphitheater. And uh, they did a whole bit where he uh, beat uh, a man who was pretending to be Shaquille O'Neal in a game of basketball while he sang <laughs> that, quite a production. that song. Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, shit. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> way to bring it down. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Ian steering the boat in the right direction. There we go. Um, Hard transitions. <laughs> so everybody answered a, uh, or asked a big question? Yeah. All right, let's move on to the rapid fire. Here we okay. go. Okay. All right, rapid fire. Would you rather be a deadhead or a juggalo? Deadhead. Thank you very much. Beatles or Elvis? Uh, Beatles, cause yeah, cause I God, yeah. I would have guessed Elvis. But no, I'm I I I wish I. It's like almost like I just haven't gotten deep enough into Elvis to be mm-hmm. honest. But after I watched some documentary about him recently, and was just like. There's a lot. I don't know. Mm. I need to dive in more. Mm. Far out. Yeah. Uh, Would you rather be beat up or arrested? Beat up. Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Um, Juicies or Wendy's? What's Juicies? Uh, It's a local burger spot. (laughs) Oh, okay. It was a local burger spot. Um, It's not the other location. That's true. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely revealing my uh, out of Reno ness <laughs> right now. Um, just, just asking Reno centric questions. <laughs> just say well, Juicy's. That's the correct is, answer. It is a Reno centric <laughs> podcast. So I, oh, good point. Wait, Juicy's is the one that's next to the St. Vincent's on uh, on McCarran and uh, and uh, uh, Longley. No. Um, yeah. Well, maybe, but Blender. McCarran's everywhere. Yeah. McCarran yeah. is absolutely true. Um, it's the uh, Glen Glen Glendale Glendale. Yeah. It's the oh, Glen yeah. There Car- is a there is a Juicy's over there too. I've heard mm-hmm. that one's not the good one. No, no but the good one got the good one shut so. down. All right, I had to save myself by showing. <laughs> that <I laughs> At least you know where it is. You were correct. <laughs> okay. Right on. Um, uh, Elko or Las Vegas? Elko. Okay. Oh, would you rather be exposed to the vacuum of space or the bottom of the ocean? Vacuum of space. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, puke or diarrhea? Ooh. P- puke. Good job. Okay. AIDS or cancer? Is it AIDS or like just HIV? Like, could I have on? I think nowadays <laughs> it would be HIV. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Think, I think most of us are, or like most most people, you know, like yeah. What kind of cancer? 
Well, that's just uh, a you'll uh, get to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, it's a random gamut. With toss the of the dice. Yeah. <laughs> the cancer. No, dice. hypothetical <laughs> situation. I don't think I want to roll the dice if I, if I have to. If I have to have one of the two, I guess. You'd rather I'm, be prepared for it. I guess. Uh, I guess with the advances in medicine, I would go with HIV. Though, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, nobody wants either. Right. No, would you I rather? Would you rather hit like a twelve hundred dollar jackpot on video poker or smash the fuck out of your thumb with a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am gonna I am gonna go with the the, the video poker. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like a trap, choice. doesn't it? It feels like like you're falling into uh, some weird thing that means you know, that you we own your house now. Man. Do you ever get anyone with that one? Like they just shut, they just Every once in a while, once in a while, some of the death somebody, metal folks love the, yeah, the hammer question. And they'll, they'll answer both. Yeah. Like, I want to win I the money and smash my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can I smash my thumb as I'm winning the money? Right. Yeah. Uh, if you ever do smash your thumb like that, you got to soak it in cider. Cider? Like a uh, clear cider? No, like soak it. Never mind. Like clear apple cider or? It's an old bricklayer joke. Oh, oh it, I just got it. Yeah. God, <laughs> uh, With that, that's the quiz. Oh, Let's wait, total. no, I got one oh, last got one. one. Oh, wait, no, oh. wait, we could do two last ones. Nah. Oh, first I want to, first I want to, <laughs> okay, Rick, first I would it. like to know, circumcised or not? Uh, circumcised, I'm, I'm a Jew. Oh, I'm Jewish. Ah. I mean, not uh, not about being Jewish. About being Jewish. <laughs> being Jewish is great. Are you, that sounded terrible. That I'm going to cut that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> being circumcised is great. Uh, Rick, what was your last yes, one, Rick? Rick, Rick. Oh, oh, do we? Add, do you want I me to ask the last no, one? No, no, I don't. I think okay, the computer should. Yeah, I think the computer should decide this. <laughs> okay. Uh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like. <laughs> Looks like uh, Charlie got, um, god dang, 140,762 points. That's Fuck a really yeah. high score. Aaron Carter got you like 100 grams. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. So, very cool. Um, you've won a Nowhere Nevada package and possibly a button and a sticker, but we're going to check with Rick after the show for that. Um, thanks for playing. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, why don't we have another song? All right. What do you guys... What are you guys in the mood for? You guys want to hear a, another guitar ballad, or you want another foot Let's do one in? more guitar and then go out on a banjo All after right. that. All right. I'm going to do two real old old songs for you guys to wrap up. Oh, oh cool. I'm going to hit my guitar really hard on this chair first. Don't do that. Good job. Already, already did. But uh, do you guys know? Uh, do you guys know Guy Clark? Yeah. All right. This this won't be a Guy Clark song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was he on Hee Haw? That's Roy Clark. That's Roy, Roy Clark. Okay. And then Gary, Clark. Gary Clark is a different guy from yeah. like Texas. Didn't you used to do the countdowns on New Year's Eve? That uh, was a guy Clark about a song about a knife. Clark. Oh, that's Dick Clark. Are there any other Clarks? Uh, Clark, Clark Kent. Clark Griswold. Oh, wasn't he Superman? Yeah, I no, mean, that's... Uh, how could yeah. he be? He's got glasses. Well, you're not yeah, supposed to know Clark, that, but yeah. Will Clark. Spoiler. Yeah, if you're reading Superman, we're sorry we spoiled it. <laughs> God damn it! Well, uh, yeah, well, uh, Guy Clark has this song, and he has a lyric in it that makes me cry every time I hear it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And one time I was playing a show, and I said that, and a woman in the audience said, "You cry." Like and I was like, <laughs> wait, that was her whole statement. Yeah. Those two Judgmental. words. <laughs> what, what you cry? 
Like I was like, yeah, uh, yeah. Who 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 doesn't? <laughs> I mean, there are definitely folks out there who need to let it out. Um, yeah, that's, that's for right. sure. So this is a. Uh, I'm here to. I came on here to tell you that if you need to cry, you should cry. Yeah. And there's a Guy Clark song and this lyric, and it always gets me. And this lyric, it's in the song Dublin Blues, and he sings. Yeah, a, yeah I know the song. Yeah, hell yeah, it's a good song. Yes, yeah, it's it's great, great song. There we go. And um, he sings. Uh, I've seen the David, the Mona Lisa too, and I've heard Doc Watson sing Columbus Stockade Blues, and that uh, that lyric always gets me because. Uh, uh, you know, the Mona Lisa and David, these are like the highest forms of fine mm -hmm. art that we have. If you buy an Art History 101 textbook, you're going to see one of the two on the cover. Uh, uh, maybe like a Monet, if they're being vibey about it, because I, I, <laughs> I do like Monet. I, I like a Monet. Uh, I sat in the Chicago Art Museum. They got a whole room, and you mm. could just get stoned and like sit in there. And it's <laughs> awesome. But, okay, so... Uh, uh, as we know, those are these high forms of fine art, and uh, Doc Watson's like one of the best, best uh, folk musicians that America has had. Uh, and uh, Columbus Stockade Blues is a pretty darn cool song. I even said the words in one of the songs I said earlier, and I play it myself. But they're folk art. They're they're the songs that we play at our home and on our porch, and. Uh, uh, it, it really gets me hearing somebody say that the art that we make at home is just as important as the art that gets made in these fine institutions and because uh, uh, art we make at home is like what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I segue that to say that this next song is kind of the reason I play folk music. Uh, I heard this song and it's just the most beautiful song I'd ever heard. Um, it was first uh, captured by an ethnomusicologist, so I don't think he – necessarily deserves credit for the song but he heard it and wrote it down and he heard a woman named dink singing in her kitchen in the early 1900s and so this song is called a dink song and it's a it's a ballad um there might be a moment i'm gonna lean back real hard from this mic uh on the big note um but uh for the sound engineer um uh but uh it's a song called dink song i just think it's the prettiest song i ever heard and uh i'm just also trying to convince you before you hear it that's gonna be very pretty If I had wings like Noah's dove, I'd fly up the river to the one I love. Fare thee well. Fare thee well, oh, 
Song. Damn. Yeah. All right. Dude, when you bring up the the like the the whole idea of Noah's Dove, it makes me think of uh, Walter Van Tilburg Clark's The City of Trembling Leaves when he talks Whoa. about being a little kid and reading the Bible and how as a child he imagined that the that the earth was being flooded and that he was like the poor butterfly and the poor birds that would just like fly and fly until finally they just got tired and fell in the water and died. And like how sad that was and that he just couldn't take it. The idea of, of that happening. And then the idea of the Noah's dove is of course the one that would show up when it was over and like, it was time for land to come back and, and that, that promise that, and that like everything was going to maybe be a little bit better. I don't know. That was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) But the way he described that, like I'd always heard the story of Noah and then suddenly you take it from being like all the people and animals dying to a single butterfly, just like, Flying and flying and flying until yeah. finally it's just so exhausted it just yeah. Tim Hazard always had a way of like oh. finding like tragic shit. <laughs> right, right. Wow. So I still got to read that, that book. Man. Yes, talk about it. Good like every other episode. It's so <laughs> it's so good. It made me fall in love with all that shit. Yeah. Somebody yesterday was talking about how windy it was, and I said that's why they call it the City of Trembling Leaves. Like, yeah. I was, like I actually read the book or something, <laughs> but yeah, that comes off, it comes up often because of the show. I think, I think I, I told somebody too, I'm like, I got to read that. I, I can't remember yeah. where it was, but I, anyway. I recommend reading it. Yeah. yeah. Super good. Yeah. Super, Super Reno-y, right? Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you, and if you love like, like, like amazing poetic passages and books, like I highlighted like half the book because yeah. I was like, that's so fucking pretty. I can't yeah. believe he said that so rare. The book is like a musical piece. Like the whole book is kind of like a symphony in mm-hmm. a way. Maybe we should do on the Christmas episode where we read one of the passages from The City of Trembling Leaves. Well, Hell maybe, yeah. Maybe. You just pick like a passage we want to read from it. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, make that the new tradition. Because we might skip Hamburger James this year. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting ahead we'll of see. ourselves. <laughs> What's uh, coming up for you, Charlie Marks? Yeah. yeah. You got shows coming up? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to hit the road. I'm going up to the, the Pacific Northwest at the end of August, oh, end of nice. September. But I do have uh, – I'm going to be playing a, a, a 10 tour set on like Tuesday, August 7th. Um, I think that's about the only local gig I got on the books right now. Uh, I'm going to be doing a full U.S. tour in October, and uh, oh, I'm going to kick that one off uh, with my buddy Red McAdam. At a, we're going to do a, a little gig at a, at Shim Surplus Supplies oh, cool. on like October, the first Wednesday of October. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll definitely be looking up for it, man. Hell yeah, yeah. I post. Uh, I got a. I got a. I post all my shows on Instagram, Charlie underscore Marks underscore Music. Uh, uh, I'm. I 
as somebody who has spent my entire life uh, growing up with MySpace, Facebook, and Instagram, I'm trying to decouple my entire identity from the internet. That's um, And so I, I'm trying to simplify. Simplify. Post my shows on there. Um, uh, I kind of got going uh, music-wise by just like posting videos every day of me playing music and kind of being part of that social media world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And then, uh, uh, so that's kind of what I got coming up. Uh, and then I got uh, like a Southwest run in November. Um, and then I'll, I'm going to hunker down for the winter. Cause I went on tour last winter and that was a, not a good. Oh, especially mm-hmm. last winter being what it was. Yeah, oh. I'm sure it was terrible. Unless you were somewhere else that wasn't like here. Yeah, unless you toured like yeah. Florida. Well, I thought Georgia. I thought going to Arizona in February would be a good idea, but do you guys? There was one storm at the end of February. It was like the worst storm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and we were gonna get snowed in, but uh, I had a show in Phoenix. Uh, with have you guys had Pat Hansen on here? Charity Kiss? Not yet. I don't think so. Uh, dude, Pat's so good. We went on tour. He's he, he, Reno. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. He uh, he's out. He's over in Sparks, and uh, he's just. He's too talented, man. Uh, you guys should uh, definitely get him on or uh, at least go see him play. And uh, uh, we played Phoenix, and then we're going to play Portland four days later. We had a little off. We were like, okay, we'll drive back to Reno, have a couple days home. And that storm was coming, and we played Phoenix. And it was like, if we don't leave Phoenix now at 7, it was like 7 p.m. because we, ha- we were the first at band on. Uh, we're not going to beat the storm home. So we took that route. Did we talk about Route 95 while we were on the air? That came up earlier. Uh, yeah, at the conference that you went to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Taking um, US 95 back But up, we yeah. took the US 95 and found ourselves at the Area, area 51 Visitor Center at 3 in the morning <laughs> while it was uh, snowing on us. And, oh, jeez. Uh, I was filling up the car, and uh, there was just like a nondescript uh, uh, white, uh, totally tinted white suburban, like facing <laughs> us with the lights on, right outside the uh, Area 51 brothel. Oh Whoa. man, yeah, wow. that'll, that'll get your skin crawling. Yeah, we were like, we gotta, we, we gotta, gotta go. get out of here. Um, <laughs> though I always wondered, uh, like, I, uh, I just that was like the funniest themed brothel I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's kind <laughs> of tacky green. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. There's aliens and. You know, I always stop there to go to the bathroom, but then like right past the bathrooms, you can see there's like a bar restaurant area too. But I've never made it that far. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think I've only ever wanted like the only reason I've ever stopped there is to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there yet. All right. Um. So some local shows that are coming up. We're trying to give you guys dates a little further out because our posting schedule has changed so much lately. So we're going to try to give you stuff at least a week out, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but we fir- don't know. We don't know yeah. how things are going to be in the future. Yeah, we're, 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 st- we're still shaking out our publishing schedule. Yeah. Things have been a bit weird lately. But anyway, <laughs> uh, next Friday, which would be Friday, August 11th, uh, Grime Dog is going to be playing with the Detroit Zits, Glitter Bats, and yeah. Last One Down over at Alturas. Uh, doors Banger. at 7, show at 8, $10 at the door, and all the proceeds go to the performing artists. And then the next night, Saturday, August 12th at 7 p.m., we've got Ichthyosaur with College Radio, Hills Block View, and South 6th at Alters as well. Nice. And that is $12 at the door, uh, 7 p.m. doors, show at 8. And it's, um, yeah, once again, 100% of the door proceeds are going to the performing artists. So get out there, support your local musicians, uh, and we'll keep trying to give you guys updates on shows as they come along. 
Oh. Yay, it's good to have Ian back. Yeah. That. Yay. And then uh, I, I do have a personal event uh, this coming Sunday. It's uh, my four years uh, sober from marijuana. So Hell yeah. it's crazy Ooh, to think right. it's been four years. Shit. but uh, Good job. Happy unweed birthday. Thank do you, you know how much weed is still on this earth because Ian quit smoking? Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I can actually tell you. Uh, I have an app that like tracks how much shit I haven't smoked. Um, I have not smoked 2,900 grams. Damn, that's a shitload of grams. Uh, I mean, it's sixteen out grams to an ounce. So I don't, I don't do math good. Yeah, we need somebody who can figure out twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight grams to an ounce. Is that one of the story problems? So it's like a thousand, a thousand ounces. Yeah, I've, I've, I've saved over twenty grand worth of money in weed in the last four years. You should buy something. Not to mention all the weed you would have jonesed off people. Yeah, exactly. Just because I saved twenty grand doesn't mean I actually saved twenty grand. Right, right. I know what you mean. But I yeah. stopped drinking and bought a studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, congrats. Thank you. That. yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. You. Uh, Lee, you got anything coming up? I do, I do, I do. Which is really rare. I don't ever have anything. Um, Jen Scafidi of Blunderbust is playing at Tentor on August 15th from 7 to 9. Fuck yeah. That is free and 21 and over. Awesome. Very good. Now you listeners can guess who Lee is. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, well, everybody, everybody. I mean, we all. Everybody knows Jen. Jen shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, with that, um, Charlie was going to play one more song on the banjo for us. Yeah. Um, I just want to say to everybody behind the scenes, like Strice and Rev Rory, uh, we love you, dudes. Thank you for your service. And Cadillac Kim, who couldn't be here because she works her ass off so hard all the time. For Reno and for the hospital, for the people. She's doing good service work. Uh, Mouse, we miss you too. Um, For the rest of us here at The Worst Little Podcast, my name is Nick Ramirez, and it's been a pleasure being your host today. Life is short, and we love you. Thank you for listening. We're talking out of our ass. All right. This is this, this old traditional tune. Uh, I picked it up, I think, from like Dave Von Rock or somebody, but it's a Reverend Gary Davis song, and this is a little uh, Samson Delilah for you.
his hand around that lion's jaw. He repaid Lion Lord, he killed him dead. And the bees made honey in the lion's head. If I had my way, if I had my way in this wicked world, if I had my way, I would tear this building down.